What is going on? It's been a long time. It's your boy, the Fast King Pharaoh. <laughs> What's going on, man? Oh my God. Um, man, uh, it's been crazy. <laughs> I hope you guys are doing okay. I hope everything's all right. I hope uh, it's been. I don't have much to complain about. Things are doing pretty good. I'm actually pretty happy about it. So, just let's let that make a deal. <laughs> um, man, I just, uh, just, just, I, I have a structured, uh, podcast ready, but it's, it's, it feels like, you know, I have to, this is a reintroduction. You know, I have to, I need to come back in and, and reintroduce myself because I haven't done this in months. Um, on account of me, I'm, I'm still having a little trouble with the work-life balance. Um, I, I am, I'm still at my same job, uh, where I got, uh, promoted, um, and being a team leader is, it's a lot, <laughs> it's a lot of responsibility, so I, I'm still, I'm still trying to find that, that, that gentle balance between, you know, uh, making sure that I, I, I do a competent job and support my team properly, and at the same time, continuing to, to live a fulfilling life. So I'm, I'm still working on that. I'm still working on that. Please be patient with me. Um, uh, and I and I found that I found something very interesting is that I, um, even in my off hours, I'm actually uh, I've, I've been doing two other uh, guest speaking on two other shows. Um, one of which is getting ready to come out, which I'm very very happy about, and the other one, which is the We Are Not Okay show, and um, it is just uh, I'm really proud of them. Um, basically, it's just uh, black people talking about their perspective of 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 the events that have been happening uh, post George Floyd, and it's just talking about the black perspective and the black experience, and how we actually feel and how we are most definitely not okay. Um, you can actually find them on Facebook. It is the We Are Not Okay Show. Just go ahead and search for it, and you can find them. Um, I I enjoy. I love speaking with them. Um, it's it's good to to talk about those things because a lot of times we as black people. Um, it's very hard for us to, to articulate how we feel. We, we, we have a tendency to just kind of shovel it all under. Um, black people historically have just taken it all in stride. And, and, and maybe it might be time for us to stop doing it. Actually say something. Actually say how we feel. Instead of just letting a nationalist agenda um, steamroll um, how we feel. So... Um, uh, I, 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 I enjoy the fact that they continue to let me, let me be on. I don't get to curse ever. They don't ever let me curse. I'm the most volatile one there. And I never get any curse words because it's a PG, it's a family show, but this is my show and my show is rated R. So fuck that. I get to curse all the fuck I want. <laughs> yeah, man, this is my goddamn show. I'm gonna curse all the fuck I want. So, but there's, there's, there's such good people, man. It's such good people and, 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 um, shout out to them for putting that together. So I'll continue to support them. But in supporting them, I found that I wasn't supporting any of my own personal projects, which this being the main one for me, <laughs> which is this podcast and, and, and spreading the word of, of, of fasting as a way, as a sort of light at the end of the tunnel for those people who have, who like myself, um, have been overweight their entire lives and just have never, uh, just, they just they tried everything. They've tried so many different workouts and diet plans and drugs and, 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 and fat loss, uh, doctors hate this trick. We've done all that, and none of it worked, ever. And, you know, I, I, I wanted to, to do something where people could, could, could 
look and see, like, oh, that's awesome. Maybe, maybe that's something that I can do. And it's something that you can do. It's something that everyone can do. It's very uncomfortable, yes, because, you know, you're not eating for a set period of time, but it's, it, it feels good, man. It feels good. It's just like right now, um, it is actually, it's Sunday. Um, I started a little light fast on Saturday. So I stopped eating at 7 o'clock Saturday. I will be resume eating tonight at 7 o'clock um, because I just, I, 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 I went a little ham. Um, there's a pizzeria right next to me, um, Ali Olive Pizza. Um, and they, they have the best pizzas I've ever had. And I desperately want to keep them in business. Um, uh, the owner who's just, she's just the nicest lady. And she always calls me sweetheart and it makes me feel really good. (laughs) So I will, I will, I will throw money at her, uh, until she tells me to stop (laughs) because I want to support her business. So Got a little sidetracked. Anyways, but yeah, I went I went over there and I got my I, every Friday night I like to get I like to go and get uh, pizza. So I buy my family pizza over there and um, I get a whole pizza for myself. And I had that and I think I had some pomegranate juice and I think I got like a like pomegranate juice and I think I had like a half a pint of ice cream. Um, and it was only mind you, mind you, um, I had been fasting prior to that meal. I had been fasting already for 20, 26 hours. So that was the the one and only meal that I had, but it was a big, big fucking meal. <laughs> so I was like, all right, all right, easy, 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 easy. So like I, I had that, I had, um, had some Xylem husks, some fiber. I had a fibrous plant-based, uh, shake to sort of move things through, uh, over the course and some probiotics to move things through over the course of the night. And then the next day I had, I had some very light eating. I think I had some bone broth and then, um, I think lunch was, uh, some black rice with some plantains and, uh, black rice, uh, plantains. I, they, they, they had fish, but I didn't eat any, so I don't really, uh, I try to limit my animal proteins. So I just had uh, the plantains and the black rice. And then I, I had a little more probiotics. And then I, I started fasting at seven o'clock just to, just to bring down the, the sugar I had my sugar. I had my sugar tested. My sugar was a little high. It was about 97. So I was like, all right, usually for me, my sugar stays uh, stays around 75, normally, normally. So I was like, all right, so I'll go ahead and uh, I'll bust out a good fast. And so, so now I'm just having myself my bitter melon tea. Thank you. Shout out to Chloe. Um, bitter melon tea with green tea extract and quercetin and L-theanine and some beet. Some B complex uh, vitamins, so and like I said, I'll be breaking my fast. But it, it's it's my the whole purpose of this podcast and this whole the whole purpose of this podcast for the future will always be to to bring something to you um, that has no real strings attached. Everything that I talk about is scientifically backed. There are studies on it. I, I don't bring you any pseudoscience. I don't bring you any pseudo nonsense. When I first started this podcast, I was so angry. I was so livid because I felt lied to because I did so much. I was doing so much just trying to 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 to, to lose weight, and I didn't understand why. Why am I putting in all this effort and I'm not seeing any results from it? And it's just like, and when you tell people that you know, like you, you tell anyone that you're trying to lose weight, and it's just like. It's like it's almost like they're they're shitting on your your your, your efforts because they just go oh you're not gonna do, you're not gonna do that you're too weak you know because they feel like you know 
you're fat because you're undisciplined. And, and that's not the case at all. I have the science to back that it is not the fact, like your lack of discipline is not why you're fat. It's, it's not it at all. Your body is under constant and extreme attack. Look, you have to look at the, the, the food companies uh, right now and, and how they treat the consumer. Um, you're talking about the, these companies like Coca-Cola, uh, Nabisco, Weiss. They have uh, science teams. All they do all day is they science food. That's it. They just science food all day, all night. They just find ways to make food cheaper and, and hijack your evolutionary instincts. Evolutionarily speaking, you your your body rather has always been the sort of uh, machine to go out and seek uh, nutritious items. So there are certain markers in your food that your body responds to. So if you taste something savory, your body wants more of that because it indicates a higher nutritional density. So you know, so your body goes, oh, that's really salty. That's good. Oh, that's really sweet. That's good. It, it takes those markers and it goes, okay, we need more of that for for when we have times of lean, when there's a, a drought or a famine. So so let's get what all that whatever sweet you just ate, we release a dopamine response so that you can uh, we give you a reward hormone so that you can go out and you can go get more. You want more? We want more. We want to go and get more uh, of whatever that was because it's nutritionally dense and 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 these companies have hijacked that. So now you want to get that more and more of that, but we're not, we're not, we're not in times of lean. We, I'm in an apartment, I'm in an apartment. We, I, there's food on every single corner. There's no more lean for now, for now, you know, come this November 3rd, that might be changing. Depending on if the country explodes or not, I hope not. But for right now, food is readily available, but your body doesn't know that. You're talking about millions and millions of years of, of ingrained instincts like this is what the body does this is how you have survived all the way up till now and scientists have learned how to hijack that and they sell it to you in 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 little like three road oreo cookies like that's not food if you bro oreo cookies are the furthest thing from food possible but they've distilled exactly what your body craves it's just salty enough it's just sweet enough it's just it's just fatty enough for your body to want it. And because there's zero fiber in it, you can eat a lot of it, like a lot. So your body just had to adjust for your new lifestyle. Like, oh, this is, I guess this is just what we eat now. So we're just gonna have to figure out a way in order to live. And your body's response to those terrible, terrible foods is that it now piles on the fat because otherwise you'll die. You're, you becoming you becoming morbidly obese is not your body betraying you. It is your body literally doing everything it can to survive. Everything. That is your body's response to that, is that your body goes, we need, we don't want to die. We have to figure out a way to live while this person continues on with the lifestyle that they have. So it calls for an adjustment of your lifestyle. So, so I fast. I fast because it's easy and it's free and there's nothing attached to it. I, I, if I if I had something to sell, if I had a uh, buy my fasting program, I can ruin my entire business model for you right now. All right, I'll give it to you. Ready? Try to fast at least once a week for 24 hours. Once a week. And during the 24-hour fast, you are permitted yourself some tea or some coffee. Make sure there's no sugar in it. Make sure there's no dairy in it. 
And that's it. Done. You can add some supplements. You can. <laughs> I got a a giant stack. I got the. I know it looks messy. It's not. It's extremely organized. But I have a lot of like you know. I got B. I got B vitamins and a lot of multivitamins that I that I, I look at and I research and I, I try and see how they work inside of my body to try and figure out how to how to best um, bring about good change. But um, but literally that's it. Just drink coffee. If you start to get really, really hungry, you know, sprinkle just a very, very small amount of table salt. You can make your own, no, I don't want to use the word snake juice, but um, basically you can make yourself some sugar-free Gatorade. Don't drink the Gatorade Zero. Don't, don't. Artificial sweeteners have their own deleterious effects where it artificially spikes your insulin. You don't want that. So you can make your own. It's super easy. I can, I think I I think I've listed it several times. I can tell you. I can tell you the ingredients right now. I just can't tell you the exact measurements because I don't remember anymore. Um, I actually, I actually buy an electrolyte blend from Brain Forza, which is perfect. There's no sugar in it whatsoever, and it just, it tastes, it just tastes like water, really. But basically, it is, is tape, it's table salt, baking soda, um, table salt, baking soda, um, Epsom salt, and I'm missing one. Mm. I can't remember which one the last one is anymore. Magnesium, it's, it's, it's Epsom salt, baking soda, table salt, uh, and no salt. That's what it is, no salt, which you can buy. You can buy no salt um, at any store, really. And it costs, like, I think, three bucks, and it'll last you, like, four months. Because you're, you're only losing, like, a like a quarter teaspoon at a time, if that. So that's all you need. That's all you need if you, and if you get hungry. Um, fasting is not necessarily for weight loss, what fasting does is it allows your body a moment to rebuild itself, to, to fix what's broken, to fix your hormetic response, to fix your, to, 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 to fix your insulin insensitivity. That's what it does. Fasting gives your body a moment to repair all the damage. I think the, the best, uh, I think his name is David Sinclair. I'm going to talk about him in another podcast, but he's an amazing guy. I like to call him Dr. Acula because he he's talking about uh, longevity and extending the human lifespan, and he's in his 50s, but he looks like he's, like, my... He, he looks younger than me, and he's 50 years old. That's a 50-year-old white dude. Black don't crack, and I moisturize, and he looks better than I do. God damn. That dude looks amazing. Um, he talks a lot about it, and he talks about fasting in particular. It is, a, it is a particularly good stress. It is a stress that your body is very much accustomed to. Just like when you go to the gym and you work out or you go for a long walk or you go kayaking. These are all stresses. These are good stresses. Fasting is a good stress. As long as you keep your fast under 72 hours, that's perfect. There are people who do fast for longer. Peter, Dr. Peter Atia, he fasts for, I believe, like once a month or once a quarter. I think he fasts for like seven days and nope, you can fast for that. I don't recommend it at all. It's super, it's not painful. You, you'll just get to a weird place. Like, it hurts, like, the first two days of a long-term fast. But by the third day, you're done. Like, you don't care anymore. Like, you're a soldier of fasting after that point, so you just continue on and continue forward. Um, you can fast for an extremely long period of time. I just don't recommend it. It's not a not a recommended thing I should, I'll tell anyone to do. Um, but that's all. That's all, I, all of this was just to say. That I, I I just want people to, to have this tool readily available no matter what. And I want to offer some encouragement and let people know that there is there is an out. There's a way out. 
Like you don't have to be stuck where you're at. You don't have to suffer. Your suffering is not necessary in order for you to attain greatness. You don't have to suffer. That whole thing of no pain, no gain is bullshit. You were lied to. You don't have to suffer. You can continue forward without pain. Is pain a part of the process? You will encounter it, but it doesn't, it doesn't have to. And you can minimize it. I lost the majority of my weight, and I, I got my life back by doing uh, uh, 90-hour fast once a week. That is hardcore. That's a hardcore fast. You don't have to go that far, but that's what I did. And I was I was 500 and... I'm going to officially say I was 540 pounds. Because like I said, there was a very long period where I, I stopped looking at the scale. I didn't want to see the scale anymore. But I to see that weight just fall off and I was able to get back into my car and drive again. I was able to walk again. I was able to, to do normal human things again, man. It is... It's eye-opening. It's eye-opening and it's weird. It's weird. It's something that everybody should experience who... Anybody who's morbidly obese, they know what I'm talking about. They know what I'm talking about when I say like, oh, like you, you're you're sitting on the couch and then you just pass out. Like your body just finally takes a, like a, like a, it's almost like you collapse. Like you can't sleep on your back anymore when you're morbidly obese. You can't do anything. You can't do anything. You can't do anything fun. Your life is over once you become morbidly obese. Like your only pleasures are things that requ that don't require you to move very much. So, you know, I got my, I got my CPAP over here. I don't know if you can see it, but I got my CPAP and for the, for those who are watching the video, but I got my CPAP, and my CPAP stopped being a sleep aid, and it was a it was a literal life aid. I couldn't live without it. I had to have my CPAP. So what I would do is my, my bed used to be over, uh, I think I had my bed turned, and it used to be up against this far wall. My TV was up against this wall. And all I would do is I would, I would just sit here Sundays. Sundays were my day where I would just sit on my bed, which was on the floor because I broke it. I had to buy a special bed. That bed right there is a that's a that's from Big Fig. It costs about two thousand bucks, and it's made for people specifically who are five hundred plus. Uh, I'm sorry, three hundred plus pounds. It's it's a bed for fat people. I had to buy that bed because I bought a regular like a regular human bed, and I broke it inside of like a week, and they wouldn't take it back. They refused. They were like, no. I was like, what are you talking about? It's like, you have to take this back. It's like, no, we're not taking anything back. You're going to pay for that. So, but I had to go and buy special equipment to, to, to live. So I, I didn't have this bed yet. I didn't have this bed yet because I couldn't afford a new one. So I had the bed against the wall. And what I would do is I would put my CPAP mask on and I would play video games and watch Netflix. And even while playing video games, I couldn't play video games for very long because um, I, I sitting up hurt. So I would play for like maybe an hour or two. And then I'd, I'd I'd get tired from playing video games. Can you imagine like you're you're exhausted just from playing, just from sitting up and playing a video game. Like you, that's that's strenuous for you. So then I'd turn a video game off and I'd turn on Netflix and then I'd flop over on my side, uh, and I I'd, I'd just turn my CPAP on and I would just stay there. And then you know, parents would make uh, food or whatever. Or Ryan would bring something home to eat. And then I'd take my CPAP mask off and they would bring me my food and they'd bring it here in this room. And I would eat my food in this room. My, my life was literally in this room. I mean, unfortunately, it is it, my life is now once again in this room. But that's for a very different reason. It's because we're in the middle of a pandemic. It's fucked up. So, like, I, I'm currently sitting at my work desk. This is a standing desk. I'm sitting right now. But this is a standing desk, and I modulate it uh, as the day goes on. Um, but I sit at my standing desk, and I work all day. And then when I'm done, I do my workouts. I got my... 
hammer over here. That's one of them. Uh, got the others over here. I right, know you can't see them. They're all behind me. But I got a bunch of swords and fucking clubs and shit that I swing around in this giant empty space in the middle of my room. So now my life has returned to this room. But it's changed drastically. Like, it changed drastically. So I'm very happy about that. Anyways, anyways. Um, I, I, I came upon a realization. Um, I went into the office on Friday. And I had a, I had a coronavirus scare a little bit ago. About two weeks ago. Like, I started getting, I was very sniffly. I was not sniffly, but my, my nose stopped. I stopped being able to taste food, which is like one of the first symptoms of coronavirus. And um, I started getting a little feverish, started feeling a little weak. Uh, I, had, so I, had, I had all the symptoms. I was like, oh, shit. I got that Rona. God damn it. Got that Rona, nigga. Fuck. So I was like, oh, boy. Well, the and and you say, Craig, well, aren't you normally you're you're safe? You wear your mask. It's like you don't go to public places. How'd you get it? You irresponsible fucktard. No, here's what actually happened. Um, my mother, uh, who works at a local school, uh, she is surrounded by little bags of disease. Um, she got sick, and then she came home sick, and then I consequently got sick afterwards. So I was like, shit, I got that Rona. So, went and got tested, and they stuck a fucking cotton lance in my face. I've had this nose for 36 years. 36 years I've had this nose. I did not know my nose went back that fucking far. They stuck this... I want to say it was a cotton swab, but it was more like they tied a washcloth on the end of a broomstick, and then they shoved it into my face. Oh, my God. It hurts so bad. <sighs> But uh, went got tested. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm just I'm, I'm just fucking with you. It did hurt a little bit, but it's worth it to make sure that you're not killing somebody's fucking grandmother. So uh, went got tested. Three days later, came back negative. Awesome. Um. So I, I went to my doctor a little bit later, and he was like, mm, "You might have allergies," which is very strange because I haven't had allergies since I was a teenager. I remember when I first came to Florida, I think I was 16 years old, 15, 15 years old when I first came to Florida, and I remember when the first uh, couple of years, man, were horrific, like my eyes would be burning, um, eyes burning, nose runny, just misery day in and day out for months, it usually would last uh, up until fall, and then they would go away, and I'd be fine after that, but um. So apparently I have the immune system of my 16-year-old self again. Yay! I love having allergies. But um, whatever, whatever. This is all for a point. I went into work on Friday, and I work in a very big, very big building. So I don't know how to describe it, but it's a it's a giant office building. And I'm at work, and I'm sitting there at my desk at work, and my nose gets super stuffy. I can't breathe. My eyes start burning, my eyes turn red, I start rubbing my eyes, I'm sneezing, I'm like, what the hell is going on, like, like, usually, the, my allergies only act up when I'm indoors somewhere, or, you know, if I'm outside for an extended period, it'll start to act up, but never that bad, it was bad, bad, I'm like, what is happening, like, why am I so fucking miserable right now, anyways, uh, end of the night comes, and it's like, it's like seven o'clock, I'm walking one of the, my coworkers out. And as I'm walking out, the, this guy passes us, and he's walking a dog inside the building. Um, 
I forgot. Uh, I, I don't know. You probably don't know who Chewy is, but Chewy is like a. I think they sell like dog, like they sell like like animal, like pet products and stuff, like toys and food and shit. Their call center is like it's not close to us. It's on the other side of the building. Um, it's a big call center, and I forgot they get to keep they get to bring their animals in, so they can bring their dogs and cats and whatever the fuck else, and they bring them into the building. And I'm looking at the guy walking his dog down the hallway, and I'm like. Oh my god, what the fuck? Like, it's my pet allergies because I'm I I do have a, a pet allergy, particularly to cats. Not so much dogs, but I'm like my allergies are on fire, and I'm like I'm, I see him walking his dog. I'm like, oh my god, that's what's going on. It's like uh, my pet allergies are acting up. But then I get in the elevator and I'm start and I start to think about it. I'm like, wait a minute, Chili is really far. Like they're really really far. Pet dander is fucking me up in this big ass building. My pet allergies are acting up because there's a call center filled with animals on the other side of the building, but we're all using the same central HVAC unit. And it kind of fucked me up. Cause I'm like, pet dander is heavy. It's heavy as fuck. It's got a biological weight for that pet dander to travel all the way across the building into my sealed office? Bro, you're really putting yourself at risk for for coronavirus infection in any building. Any building you go into, you're putting yourself at serious risk. Because you don't know if somebody else is infected. Like You have to wear your fucking mask, man. Don't go into no building that doesn't require masks. And even if you do, like... like there was, a, there was a movie that came out, Tenet, right? I've wanted to see Tenet so bad in theaters. Consequently, it might be the last movie I had the opportunity to watch in theaters since all the movie theaters are closing. But I wanted to see Tenet badly. And I didn't go see it. But it's just like, imagine you, you go to watch a movie, right? And you're all socially distant. But somebody, somebody who tested positive says, fuck that, I want to go to the movies. Because they're not showing any symptoms. They're like, eh, I'll be sure. I should, everything should be fine. They go in there... They decide to eat popcorn. Like, who's going to enforce a mask mandate when you're in the movie theater? Is the bell, is the, is the usher going to walk through with flashlights every five minutes and shine a flashlight at you to make sure you're wearing your mask, completely ruining the, the, the ambience of the movie? Plus, if you're eating popcorn or something else, like, it's not going to happen. You're putting yourself at risk of infection anytime you go into any building. And that really fucked me up, man, because I was like, damn. I like knowing that, like, I, 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 live, in, I live in Florida. I, I got Governor DeSantis, who is so far up Trump's asshole, he is checking for polyps. He opened the entire state up. Like, everything's open. There's no restrictions on anything. You can go to any public park. You can do whatever the fuck you want. But it's like... I like knowing that at least like I like it's like I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this. I'm being responsible. I'm being a, it's funny that being a responsible adult in 2020 means staying at home, watching Netflix, playing video games. But you know that's what it is. What it is. Um. But I'm like, the option's gone now. The option for me to go and chill out and have fun and do whatever I want, like you really can't. You gotta be responsible as fuck. You cannot afford to not. Be cognizant of the risk you're taking by doing some f- some fun shit. 
I want to go to the museum. I want to go to the museum. I want to go to. I want to go to a. I want to go to the art center. I want to go hear some live music played. I want to go. I want to go do some fun shit. I can't do no fun shit. Fun shit is canceled for 2020. Damn. I want to go travel. I want to go visit my family in Tennessee. I wanted to go see the uh, the leaves. I want to go see the leaves change. Can't do that because I got to go stay in a hotel, and that's all centralized heating and cooling. Pet dander's heavy. Coronavirus is not. Very, very small particles. Easily travels through air. So, having that, that realization dawn on me was just kind of a, it was like a sad moment. I was like, damn, man. All day Saturday, I just kind of stayed, I just stayed in here, played video games with my friends a little bit. But I called my boy, and, you know, he was like, yo, he was like, yeah, it's, 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 it's cool. It's, it sucks that, you know, you made that realization, you know, but it's, it just... <laughs> but there are things that you can do and I am definitely going to talk about them there are things that you can do in order to make sure that you maintain uh, a level of health Just um, I have an extremely small space I do plan on moving very soon um, I'm just <laughs> I'm just getting a handle on everything but I will be moving out of here very soon but this room is this room has protected me a lot this room has definitely helped me it's been there for me but it's time for me to, to grow it's time for me to grow more and uh, I'm gonna need a bigger place in order to do so. So I'll show you guys. I'll, I'll show you guys more. Like we'll talk about, you know, uh, exercises and workouts that you can do inside of your home. Uh, things that you can do in very, very small places. Uh, exercises and movements that you can do as a as an obese person if you just happen to be in that uh, position. But your boy Fasting Pharaoh is still here for you, and I love you very, 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 very much. And I hope you stay safe. Um, I have another podcast I have to do later today, <laughs> and I still have to go shopping, and I'm doing laundry now, too. So I'm going to go handle all of those, but you guys, be safe. Be safe and wear a mask. Wear a mask. The mask doesn't protect you so much as it protects the people around you. All it takes is just one person being irresponsible. They'll kill a lot of people innocent. Just a lot of people who don't, they don't need to go. They don't need to go. Wear the small piece of cloth and protect other people. Wearing a mask is not just a sign of respect. It's it's a hug for a stranger who needs it. It shows that you give a shit. It shows that you're willing to do what's necessary in order to protect your fellow Americans. Wear a mask. I got my mask. I got a bunch of masks, actually. <laughs> I got a watch. I have another. I got a neck gaiter. Uh, but I'm trying to find a more comfortable, a more comfortable uh, uh, mask to wear, but. Wear your mask, all right? Wear your mask, be safe, and don't unnecessarily go anywhere that you don't need to. I know you want to go out. I wanted to go out. I wanted to go out, man. I wanted to go hang out with my friends, but I can't. Until we got until we got a treatment, until we can get a handle on this, we have to be careful. We have to be safe. We have to. All right. I will be doing these regularly on Sundays uh, when I have some time to spare. So I can get these done for you. Uh, I'm going to go in. Up. I've got some more reading to do. I am currently trying to finish this book, Ben Greenfield. It's an amazing book. Oh, he's, he does great work. Um, getting a little iffy on me lately. I don't, I don't know what he's. I think Ben Greenfield's going through a little something, something right now. I might have to shoot a message, tell him, tell him sup. <laughs> like, bro, you all right? You good? What's happening with your brother? Getting a little alt righty on your boy. 
Ah, god damn it. But the information's incredible that that's in that book. So. This week, what I want for you to do, what I desperately want for you to do, is um, this week's homework. I want you to wear a mask. I want you to wear a mask. If you're outside, walking around, you know, just doing your own thing, you know, and you're socially distant, you don't gotta wear a mask outside. That's that's what that's what you do. But if you're in a building, you know, if you're in a building, if you're going anywhere where you're enclosed, just wear a mask. Just wear a mask. This is this is a rough time for everyone, and, and just know that. Because the testing that we need isn't available to us readily. Like, I was lucky to go and get the testing that I did, but it's not very fast. It took it took three days to get the results back, and in those three days, I could have gotten infected. So it's just like, unless you're testing on a regular, regular basis over and over again, it's you're not going to be able to, to, to keep up. Just, just wear a mask. It's not a big deal. It shows that you're strong. Anyways, I'll be talking to you guys next week. Basking Barrel. And I I love you very much. And I can't wait to maybe one day walk up and give you a hug. Take it easy. <laughs>